So um, the the Cardinals, you know, widen the gap with that, you know, Benjamin. Uh, or, or I'm sorry, with they got the Greg Dorch touchdown, makes it 35-17. Um, and now at this point, I leave the stadium at about a couple, I think a minute into the fourth because I'm trying to get here to set up to do the podcast. And uh, as I'm walking over here, I'm watching the, this is the one thing I love about the Amazon Prime is that I could pull it up on my cell phone and watch the game as I was walking to my truck and then walking over here uh, to get set up. And uh, Johnson, the tight end for the, for on, the Johnson, yeah, for yeah, yeah, he ends up uh, getting a 17-yard uh, touchdown from Andy Dalton and then a one-yard touchdown a, a few moments later after Eno scores. Eno rips off a five-yard touchdown. Um, now I, I want to bring up my mandatory fantasy football team. I'm playing someone that last minute decided to put Johnson in, and I'm thinking this game's over and he scores two touchdowns in a couple minutes. So that was my night. I didn't play Eno. But I did have D Hop, Alave, and Kyler in, in one league. So it worked out okay for a Thursday there night to jump on my opponent. I did play Eno, so at least I'm not too far in the dirt right now after Johnson's big night. But um, Eno looks great. I, I do agree with what you were saying earlier. I think he has definitely earned that spot to to earn that timeshare. And I'm just hoping. Then again, here's what I'll say: Greg Dorch has earned that spot. Greg and- Dorch has earned way more than a timeshare. He's earned that role. AJ Green. His and hopefully be where it was tonight, and that's on the bench. Yes, or cut him and bring up somebody from practice squad because he's done. He's cooked. Yeah, you shouldn't have paid him two years ago. You shouldn't have repaid him in this offseason. He's done. He he brings nothing to this team right now. Bring somebody else up; they can do something. Yeah, he's that, not even a role player at this point. Well, and with Wesley going down, it's like I feel like the only reason they're keeping him is because his height. I mean, yeah, that's he's it. Tall and long, but it, you have you have to at least have separation to be tall and long. That that doesn't <laughs> matter at this point. And he has there's got to be tall guys out there that you can grab that are younger that can give you something. I mean, there's just got to be. Here's what you do: put the young tight end in a tight end and move Zach Ertz out there. If you want some yeah. some height and some light, like you can get creative. They don't do a lot of that stuff, but you can you wait you the offensive the offensive guru doesn't get creative. That's makes sense. He I gets mean, goofy sometimes, but actual <laughs> creative. I've never seen Zach Ertz go that wide with two tight ends on the field. Mm-hmm. They no, did you're a little right. bit with Chase Edmonds, but they ran it behind two tight ends. You're right. Here's, you're here's right. the disappointing thing for me in the second half. And, yes, they had a big lead, so you're, we'll take a little bit of this with grain of salt. I'm not saying. But you gave up 361 yards and four touchdowns to Andy Dalton. He was 30 of 47. Now, he threw a bad pick early in the red zone, trying to force one. Great play by Hamilton. He's been good last couple weeks. Hamilton's been really Hamilton, good. He's been solid. Marco Wilson, eh, but Hamilton, solid. Marco, Marco's, had his, Marco's had his moments, right? There's times where he's been good. There's times where he's been really yeah, he's, bad. He's young, but he's up and down. He's fiery. Yeah. The second one's not on Andy. The third one's on Andy, right? But he got hit at the same time. But you let him keep rolling the second half. That's without your top two receivers, one of your offensive linemen. Chris Olave, who's an absolute star in the making. I was just going to say, he, he's the first wide receiver that's made Byron Murphy look really bad this year. I mean, he burned Byron Murphy. Slot reminds me of young Tyron in the slot. He's a beast. But Byron outside can't be your outside guy. That's why Hamilton's so important, and Marco needs to play outside so Byron can play in the slot because he just had not have the height, the size, or the speed to play outside. He's been really good this year. Don't get me wrong. Byron's a really good player. But his ideal fit is more playing in the slot than it is having to go play outside if you get some of that stuff. But, I mean, Kevin White has a catch. Traquan Smith. Alvin Kamara gets 70. Shaheen has two catches and two touchdowns in the NFL with Andy Dalton. That doesn't bode a lot of confidence 
as good as his defense I thought played in the first half. And yes, like I said, you got to take a little bit of the grain of salt here because they had a big lead. But and I liked what Vance was doing that walk up. You never knew what was coming. Uh, and by the way, I, I'm a big Andy Dalton fan. I really think Andy Dalton can play. I think he should have been in Chicago a couple of years ago and been the guy, and it would have solved a lot of their problems. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do with 11 days off if Jameis actually comes back. But Andy Dalton league-wide is not exactly scaring anybody. So it, it'll be no. interesting going to Minnesota next week. Does the defense get some confidence from the turnovers, or is there a little bit of, okay, let's fix some of the issues that we saw in the second half because we still gave up a lot? Well, and the, and the Cardinals, for the most part, have owned Andy Dalton the last few years. I mean, they played him in uh, when he was with Dallas a couple seasons ago, and yeah. and that was a game Hassan Reddick had like six sacks. Um, so a- Andy Dalton hasn't had too many uh, great games against the Cardinals uh, over, over the most recent memory. But, uh, well, I, I mean, the Cardinals, again, they get the win. They also didn't have any turnovers. Let's, let's like, on the offensive side, yeah. while it was kind of conservative and Kyler's 20 of 29 for 204 and one touchdown. Seven-yard average. It's okay. Like, that's okay. They ran it pretty good. They had 137 yards rushing, but no turnovers. Like, that's that's big because Kyler had four picks coming into the game. If that defense could play like it's been playing and get some turnovers, and this offense can slow some of the turnovers down, kick some damn field goals on fourth down because you have a kicker that you trust or whatever the reason is, you're in a lot more games. I feel pretty good about where they're heading. It's a tough stretch coming up. Well, unless Prater had a setback, I would think Prater comes back as well. And so Prater's, one, Prater's a stud. Play, yeah. Prater's top 20 all time. When, when healthy, he's an absolute stud. So, like, that should matter because now you're talking about you're, you're comfortable from 55 and in. Yeah. You, you, like, that should really change Cliff's mindset of let's take the points. So, before, before we wrap, let's highlight the next five games because we're talking about the stretch as you go in, in, into the bye here. You've got Minnesota next week in Minnesota. Yeah. Tough place to play, tough team that's that's rolling. Yep, yep. Uh, they got a really good offense. Justin Jefferson is is a beast. Um, then you get the Seattle Seahawks at home. Uh, Seattle that looked like a very winnable game last week in Seattle. So have them coming here. They did. You should beat them. I mean, you should have beat them last week. So I mean, I mean, you're you should do the opposite of what always happens is we win up there and we lose here. Yeah. So let's like let's just flip flop that and count that as a win. So then you go to the Rams. Now, the Rams have not looked good all year. No, they look awful. And then they lost their left tackle, No Bloom. So yeah. they're now on their second left tackle, third, really, because their star retired. They're in the third center, who probably is not going to be back, having their second center back by next week when you guys go, or two weeks when you go. Three weeks. And, and then uh, Viva Mexico, week four. We are going uh, in prime time on Monday night. Against the San Francisco 49ers, who, like we said, is this sounds like they're acquiring Christian McCaffrey. Uh, you will see him and uh, the Niners down there in Mexico. Um, as good as I think he'll be in that offense, it doesn't matter if their defense doesn't get healthy. They lost yeah. a bunch of pieces the last couple of weeks when that defense was rolling. It's still a winnable game. You always play, you play them good, right? Yeah, division, play division games. Play the Rams terrible, tough, play right? the Niners great, right? Like that's yeah. that's another winnable one. So okay, let's let's keep moving on here. And then the last game before the bye week, you've got the Los Angeles Chargers, who don't look like the last Los Angeles Chargers of the last couple of years. I, I mean, last year they looked great. This year they they look they're good, but they're not. I mean, Keenan I Allen should be back and rolling by that game. They should have a full a full offense. 
So they, they may look different than how they look today, right? Yeah, like in five weeks. Defensive injuries, but they lost their tackle, their star tackle for the year. That offensive line, which was so good, is banged up, and a couple of those guys aren't coming back. So again, probably be underdogs in three of the five, if not four of the five. Four of the but five. Yeah, you're gonna be underdogs in four or five. Three Easy. are pretty freaking winnable, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think Minnesota's probably the hardest game. That's this week. Because it's it's up there and they're they're rolling they're playing good. I told someone the other day that I think Minnesota is the one game they actually win because I, I I think it it's that game with this team. Yeah, the Cardinals usually rip off a win against someone that you don't expect. And as good as the Vikings are, they're not the best team on their schedule this year. Uh, so this is the one that I I, I could see them getting a win on. Um, so in this five game stretch, like, what do you think is realistic? Obviously you see how the team is today, but, and they're not getting a break. They don't get a bye week to try to fix any of these things. So in the next five games, I mean, they're three and four now. If you can you win think- three of the five, I'd, I'd be ecstatic because the way the NFC is, you're still right in the hunt. You'd be six and six going into the bye. And yeah. then coming out of the bye, you'll have, and I'm just going to hit them quick. The Patriots, the Broncos, the Bucks, the Falcons, and the Niners. It's a long ways away. Got a lot of season left, but uh, two or but, three of those four, and you're still right there. Yep. Right yep. now, if you only win two of the next five and two of that four, now you're probably looking up at some teams that got hot. And but at your division, you're right there. Like the biggest thing with tonight is two and five, you're probably done. Three and four, you're still right in the middle of the hunt in the division. And in the NFC, Packers are three and three, Bucks are three and three. Rams are three and three. Like there's a bunch of teams that are it's right there. And you're you're pretty sitting, even. You're right? sitting right there. Now you got yeah. some stuff to fix. I guess I, I the very thing I said at the very very beginning of the show, record wise, we're in a good spot. Mm-hmm. We got some stuff we got to get better at and fix. Yes, you gotta fix it. And you have a big locker room divide that I don't think people are talking enough about that I think is gonna lead Sports Center and take away from a really good win at home. But it's been a year, man. Like that's getting a big win and putting up the first 40, 40 burger in Cliff's coaching career at, at the Cardinals is a big deal. That's that should be celebrated. It shouldn't be leading Sports Center with a fight with him and the quarterback. That's going to be that, a show. that is a huge story, though, right? We talked about going in that if they lost today, it'd be a calendar year since their last win at home. And thank God they they put that to bed and, and they get this big win at home. Get this big win in prime time. That is the one thing that's hard to freaking win. Like we owned home games. We were here. Mm-hmm. That place is rocking. It's it doesn't get any credit for being as loud as it is. It rivals Seattle and Kansas City when when it's rocking. It's a hard place to come play and win. To go a calendar year without a win at home is a damn crying shame. It's a big deal to get one and get that off your back. And you think about it. You look at Suns games, right? Like Phoenix Suns games. The last two yeah. years, they've said the Suns have one of the best arenas, the best fan bases in the NBA. Absolutely. It doesn't just not happen in the football side either. I mean, it's like you got the same people in the state that are representing these teams. So, uh, I mean, we've got great fan bases, and ultimately, I think that's uh, that that you it'll be good to see building off this, and hopefully, they can and, and, and turning things around. But before we we wrap, Jake, can you get in your? Uh, I want you to plug all the great things that like you were talking about, Casa. Uh, let's hit those one more time. All the great things that you guys do, where they can find people can find you, uh, and we're definitely going to have you on the week of Tampa Bay as well, uh, Christmas Absolutely. week. Absolutely, I'm in. I'm in Christmas <laughs> week, man. That's going to be fun. My, I know, uh, I know. I'm going to have to coming out. My 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 dad will be here for that one, and uh, it'll, it'll be exciting. We're going to go to that game. Uh, so ArianSFamilyFoundation.com has all the information on the Arians Family Foundation, what we do for Casa. 
It's all about underprivileged kids in the foster care system, trying to help one kid at a time was my mom's goal. She was a CASA for a long time. That's court-appointed special advocate. Now it's getting the word out, getting as many people to become CASAs, raise as much money as we can. Uh, and that's really a hell of a lot bigger than winning football games. That's what this the family legacy is and what we're all about. That's that's what I, I mean from Bruce's time here. And you know, I don't want to turn it such a positive and a negative, but when I when I look at like in the valley, we haven't had a lot of that. And so when Bruce was here and and the things that you and the family did for uh, children in this community, what you still continue to do is so Absolutely. huge. And my background being in working with kids, I, I mean, I always loved what what you guys have done. And and I, you know, I want to thank you as a fan. And as I know, a lot of our fan base has felt what your family had done and continues again to do. It's just so huge. So yes, yeah, big uh, shout out to my wife, Shelby. She has a new speak program, which is another wing uh, of the Arians Family Foundation that she and her friends have been super passionate about in Chandler and downtown Phoenix and some areas around here that have just been unbelievable. So like check this, this speak stuff out that's on there on the ariansfamilyfoundation.com because it's, like I said, it's a lot bigger than winning football games. I mean, you're saving kids' lives and giving kids a chance. And that's I, I love so that. much bigger than we get caught up in all this this hoopla of, of football. But that, that's really a hell of a lot more important. Uh, one selfish ask that I have, completely sidebar before we wrap is, I've yet to have a drink with the cool uncle and oh, I, and, and we have to make that happen at some point. Yes, I will more time now this time of year, you know, that was, that was tough in the fall it's before true. we could probably make that happen. hundred percent. I actually have, I have this big Cardinal finger that uh, we do the eat. It has a, yeah, a big index finger. We do the ET anytime the Cardinals score. And uh, the only time I've ever had one signed was in Cleveland in 2015, 16, somewhere, 15, I think, uh, from your dad when he was coming out of the tunnel. Uh, and I still have them. I put it in retirement after he signed it that year. And, yeah, and that, I, one, that I, one needs to go away. I, yeah, I put, I put it in retirement. Well, it was kind of beat up as well over, over the years. So I've got a new one. That one almost needs to now go in retirement. But uh, yeah, definitely got to make that happen. Well, Jake, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you co-hosting. Uh, normally, I was just going to ask you on to be a guest and fill 10 minutes, but uh, having you come on and kill almost an hour with me, I, I really time, appreciate man. your time Any tonight. Time. I hope everybody didn't think I'm being negative. I, I, it's a huge win with 40 points. It's our job to talk and break it actually down of what yeah. you see, right? And we, we talked about it at the beginning. It's educated eyes watching it. And, you know, I, I'm just going to tell you, if you don't know anything about my family at this point, you're if, don't ask if you don't want to know the answer because you're going to get an honest one. <laughs> well, I, you know, that's something we do miss from the from the Bruce press conferences, right? Like it just uh, the honesty and the and the, the Maybe too fun much, remark. You're definitely going to get the answer that you uh, that you asked the question to. Uh, it's, that's why we love the. Fa and actually, I do want to tell a quick story before we wrap. Uh, one of our last hangouts, we did uh, we did hang out at a state 48 uh, charity event one night. <laughs> But prior to that, and this was just by coincidence, and I just want to put us both on blast for it. Uh, yeah, my got a lot wife, of brownie points. Before you tell this story, we both got a lot of brownie points for what this story is about to be. So uh, you brought up your lovely wife, Shelby, and uh, you guys were out on a date night. And uh, same thought with me and my wife. We talked about uh, she's a big fan of Cher, and Cher was uh -huh. here in Glendale out at the Gila River Arena, and I think it's changed to Desert Diamond Arena now. But uh, – Share was there. I looked that day. I found front row seats for like, I think it was like 300 bucks a ticket because it was day of. It was a great steal. And um, what do I see is when we sit down, Shelby is sitting to the left of my wife and you're on her uh, left. So you're two seats down. I'm like, I believe that's Jake. And now we're both hanging out at a share concert. So by the way, share was freaking awesome. And she was good. She that was good. was badass. Second of all, you mentioned why we got brownie points. We're in the freaking front row for share. 
that's why true. we're that is true. beyond over the moon giddy, man. That was, that one went a long way. Yeah, the tagline to this postgame show will be uh, hanging out at Cher. Uh, with that being said, make sure you uh, subscribe and download the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. If you need a cheat code, go to cardinalspodcast.com or kickoffinthevalley.com. Either one works. It'll take you to a whole uh, menu of places, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, which is where uh, who hosts this podcast, and then just everywhere. I mean, Pandora, all kinds of spots. So um, if you're not normally a podcast listener or a subscriber or downloader, this is how you can get into it. Go to cardinalspodcast.com and uh, we'll have our next episode drop Wednesday and then Friday as we get ready for that game in Minnesota. Uh, the Cardinals finish tonight, uh, 42 to 34 victory over the New Orleans Saints. And don't forget, as always, kickoff in the Valley.